In the area of, of evangelism, uh, some of you have been through uh, the Lostology class. And so uh, I've taught that for years. Steve Miner was teaching it. I did one of the classes uh, this year. So when it comes to evangelism, I, I started thinking about it. I could go a lot of different ways when it comes to evangelism, when it comes to uh, lostology. Lostology being the, uh, the study of the lost. And I could talk to you about how to get conversations started, uh, different techniques of preaching the gospel, if it's going door to door, or friendship evangelism, or planting seed, or, or the importance of value, valuing people, and that's why you preach the gospel. I could talk to you about the, the, the spirit of life and eating from the the, the, the tree of life, and it's not so important what you say, but how, how you say it. And there's all kinds of different avenues we could go tonight in the area of evangelism. But I wanted to begin tonight with this. We got to get the gospel right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin with, with that, getting the gospel right. That's very vital that you know, well, Jay, I'm in church. I heard the I know the gospel. Well, I'm not always convinced in that. So we're going to talk about the gospel here in just a minute. We're going to get the gospel right. Amen. So let me pray with me. Father, I just thank you for this time, and I thank you for your word, and I just believe that you're going to do an amazing thing tonight in the hearts of everyone here. Father, I just, uh, uh, just thank you, Lord, that uh, you want to transform lives, and Father, you want to minister to people by the power of your Holy Spirit, and we just say, Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Seth, you, for, you forgive me? <laughs> Sometimes you need to shut up and listen to your son, you know what I'm saying? Elijah is going to help me tonight with scriptures. Would you hit that one? Yeah. Ephesians 2 8. For by grace you have been saved. For by grace. Oh. <laughs> For by grace you have been saved. For by grace, unmerited favor, by grace you have been saved. Go ahead. Been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. It's not gospel plus. It's not gospel plus a sacrament. It's not gospel plus a saint. It's not gospel plus Mother Mary. It's not gospel plus some type of work. It's not gospel plus you being good. By the way, you ain't good. Don't listen to the lies of the world. Somehow you, you, you thought that you were good. I got I to gotta be honest with you. There is, Jesus told the young rich ruler, hey, there is none good. There's only good. The only one that's good is God. And that's okay. We're all in the same boat. We're all a bunch of dirt bags that's been filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? That's the truth. You're not, it's not gospel plus. It's not, it's not gospel plus you doing. It's gospel alone. It's Jesus alone. It's salvation by his grace alone. You got to get the gospel right. It's not gospel plus. It's gospel and nothing else. Gospel has a name. His name is Jesus. It's Jesus alone. Jesus don't need your help. He don't need your works. He doesn't need your sacrament. Think about if you're the, 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 the guy on the cross uh, hanging there by Jesus, and Jesus said, hey, you're going to visit me. You'll see me in paradise today, but you got to do this too. The gospel stands on its own. Jesus stands on his own. It's not gospel and anyone or anything else. Listen to the scripture, John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
Nothing else. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one else. It's Jesus alone. He is the way. Come on. He is the truth. He is the light. Gospel alone. Nothing else that you and I can do. It's been done. We don't do it. He's done it. Radine and I was in a boat one night having a wonderful uh, boat ride, and all of a sudden, I kick up a conversation with this lady, and we're having a discussion, and she was a super nice lady, and she, after, you know, on in the boat ride, she said, well, isn't it? Isn't it amazing that there's many ways to heaven and many ways to God? And, and that just began to honestly, with a smile on my face, I began to boil up inside. I was like, man, there's, I just can't. I just can't do it. And I waited till towards the end of the boat ride. And I says, ma'am, out of all due respect, you know, me and Radine, we're pastors. And I don't know all what I said, but I did say this. There's only one way to heaven, and his name is Jesus. I says, ma'am, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, to offend you, but I got to let you know, but there's only gospel alone, Jesus alone. There's no other way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We got to get the gospel right. Tonight, I changed this, 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 this message to uh, 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 the title, Fantastic Voyage. Anybody remember the song, Fantastic Voyage? 1979. Come along, pack your bags, get on up and jam, y'all. Come on and ride on the funk, y'all. Y'all remember that? You remember that? Huh? It's a great song. Come on along and ride on the fantastic voyage. That's when I lived in South Carolina. <laughs> just, just for the fun of it, how many of you have ever heard of Fantastic Voyage? About, about a dozen or so, a little bit more. The gospel is like a fantastic voyage. You don't need to add anything to it. It's not what you do, it's what's been done. It's done and then you do. It's not do and then done. We do because of what he's already done. Now, I hope you catch that tonight. That's very important. That all that we do is not to get the gospel or get to Jesus. It's we do because of what he's already done. See, religion is religion plus one. Religion plus two. Religion plus a whole list of stuff. But that's not a relationship with Jesus Christ. When it comes to Jesus and the gospel, it's Jesus. It's the gospel and nothing else. Him alone, and that's all there is to it. We got to get the gospel right. The gospel is done, 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 not do, do, do. What we should, okay. The gospel is done, done, done. I got a preacher behind me, not do, do, do. It's so important that you catch the spirit of this message tonight. Here's what we should encourage when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what we encourage. We encourage, if you're out there online right now, just listen up wherever you are. We encourage, we believe. Say that with me, we believe. Another thing is, here we go, we receive. And here's another one, a very vital, important aspect, we repent. 
listen to this, this beautiful scripture on we believe. John 1, 12, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. But as many as received him, and as many believed on him, they became children of God. Listen to this next one on, everyone say this, repent. That's not a, listen, you, we got to get that down. Everyone say repent. repent. It's not a cuss word. It's a wonderful, life-changing word. Read that. Acts 2.38, then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. It's believe, receive, and repent. See, if there's no repentance involved, listen to me real good, there's no revival involved. You will never see a revival in your life unless you repent. You'll never see change in your life. Oh, you might know Jesus, and you might get to heaven, salvation, but unless there's true repentance, repent, therefore, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. If you're going to see revival in your personal life, or in Idaho, or in our nation, or in our world, or in any city, it has to follow the gospel, believe, receive, and repentance. I didn't... Listen, repentance kept me from following Jesus for a long time. I wanted a little bit of Jesus because I definitely didn't want to go to hell. But I didn't want to repent. I remember straight up, I didn't want to repent. Why? Because I loved sin. I loved addiction. Really, J.O.? Absolutely. We can kind of pity around and kind of tiptoe around, but it's a fact. Repentance, going one way, turning the other way, thinking one way, thinking a different way, is what changes our life. You can sit up all in church for 40 more years and not repent and be the same person that you walk in. Week after week, you attend church, but you're not the church. You following me? Repentance is, is very important. So if you have a love for sin or a love for addiction, guess what you got to get? You got to get a higher love. Bring me a higher love. Bring me a higher love. What's a higher love? Jesus Christ is a higher love. Because when you fall in love with Jesus, all that other stuff begins to melt away. It's like addiction. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that sin. I don't want that. I want Jesus. He's my higher love. How many of y'all found a higher love? You ain't on that crack anymore. You ain't on that meth. Radine and I was on a, a, a trip, and there was a very vital piece of information that we didn't connect with. We're on a train from Rome to northern uh, Italy, uh, up in the Cinque Terre area, and all of a sudden, we had bought our tickets like the day before, or, or what have you, and we were buying our tickets from an older gentleman that really, really, we wasn't communicating good. Italian, and we were struggle bus. <laughs> and now we're on the train going to Cinque Terre. We're a long ways from Rome, and they come through and they check your ticket. Well, guess what? We got a ticket, but it's for the wrong date. 
very, very vital, important piece of information. Repentance is a very, very vital, important part of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't leave it out. You know what, you know what happened to us? We got fined. They didn't care that we had a breakdown in communication. You got the wrong ticket right here. Yo. This is the wrong date on this train, and we just had to pay the fine and keep on going. That's a vital, vital piece of information that we didn't connect with clearly. When it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ, listen to me. It's important that people know that they need to believe, they need to receive, but they also need to repent. They were walking this way, and now they're going to walk another way. You've been thinking this way, and now you're going to think a different way. We have a beautiful opportunity right now in America, right after 9-11, when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ, right after 9-11, for about two months, the churches was full. And then all of a sudden, you know, people start just kind of, you know, mammering around, whatever you call it, just leaving the church, what have you. We have an important time right now in this moment. Don't allow the atmosphere of social distancing to social distance the gospel. We've got to cover up. Got to hide, got to, better not talk to anybody. Listen, hey, do whatever you need to do, but don't social distance the gospel. Wear a mask. Praise the Lord. Talk through a mask. I talk through the mask. Whatever you need to do. I heard today it's a very important way for, for health or what have you. And don't talk to me about what you believe on all that. I don't even care. What I care about is don't social distance the gospel. Don't quarantine the gospel, the best news in the world right now. Come on, this atmosphere has impacted the gospel and Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, we are right now in the midst where I believe that we can see a move of God in this very moment. You can build a bridge. People can walk over to the bridge and come and meet Jesus Christ. And you want to know who he'll use? He'll use you and me. Don't be saying, oh, they're going to use them over there. They go, oh, they're going to get used. He wants to use you. He wants to use you and me. He wants to build a bridge across us. How did the bad news of the pandemic spread so fast? It spread so fast off of Fox News and CNN and all the news stations and uh, all those. But you know what? We have a way to spread the best news in the entire universe. And let me tell you how we can use it, how we can spread it. Word of mouth. How many of you own a restaurant or a small business? You want word of mouth advertisement. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. More than a TV commercial. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go. This is a great restaurant. We're going to go over there right there. You want word of mouth. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, we can get the, the, the greatest news known to mankind by word of mouth. Can I get a witness in here? Can I get a testimony? By the word of mouth, we have the best news in the universe that God is good. And that's not cliche. God is good. He made humanity, men and women, in his image. He's not coming to condemn the world. He's coming to save the world. We got the best news going that God, in the right moment of history, stepped out of heaven and became sin for us, and he also defeated death on the behalf of you and I. Come on, that's the good news of Jesus Christ. It's important that we get the good news right. 
There is no soul that Jesus can't save. He will snatch people like me straight out of hell. He will go to the guttermost for the uttermost to change people's life. Listen to this scripture right here, what he'll do right there. Listen to that. 2 Timothy 2.26, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Listen, people have been taken captive by the enemy to do his will. That's what people are in bondage with right now, and God wants to bust them out of that. So why does the good news, why does the bad news of COVID travel so fast and the good news of Jesus Christ travel so slow? Any guess? Oh, I like that. Word about fear, enemy. Uh, I think the bad news travels so fast because of urgency, because of fear, because of the unknown, because all the radio stations are are, you know, on that boat and they're driving that. But, but what if it's for the gospel? What, just for a minute, just feel me on this. How many, I mean, we even got commercials now about COVID. Are you feeling me? Okay. Here's my point. Wow. This message just went out like wildfire. And God's always wanted his, his message to go out like wildfire. What if, what if we have an urgency, but it's for the gospel of Jesus Christ? What, is, what if it's based in faith and not fear? What if it's based in love, right, and not taking advantage of anybody or scaring anyone? What if it's driven by knowing someone or the unknown? Yeah. I believe, man, we can get the gospel out and see our world change, see Coeur d'Alene change. That's why we planted a church right here. I want you to listen to the scripture. This comes out of the lost, if you ever take lostology, this comes out of the lostology chapter. Listen to the scripture right here. Read that, Elijah. Luke 15, 1 through 2. Then all the tax collectors. All the tax collectors. And the sinners. And sinners. Drew near. Drew near. To him? To him. <laughs> they drew near to him. They hooked it up with Jesus. Listen to me. Tax collectors. Sinners. They're connected with Jesus. They want to hang out with him. They want to be with him. They want to have church with Jesus. Go ahead. To hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. Jesus then shares three parables. Those three parables are beautiful parables, but they're actual rebukes. They're absolutely rebukes. He talks about the parable of the lost sheep. Man, I could preach that right now. Why the sheep is lost, we can't do that. We, he talked about the parable of the lost coin. We could preach a message on that. Then he talked about the prodigal story. One of the great prodigal story, prodigal son, prodigal father, whatever you want to call it, a great story, one of my favorite stories. We could preach on that. But what I, what I want you to see is these three parables are actually a rebuke. They're a rebuke to the Pharisees and the scribes. Why is God, why is Jesus rebuking them? What is the gap between the Pharisees and the scribes when it comes to the lost? What is the gap? The gap is this. Listen to me real good. The gap is relationship. The Pharisees and the scribes, they have a relationship with religion. They're in love with religion. They have a, a burning relationship with religion. They'll take you out, crucify you on behalf of religion. But they do not have a relationship 
with the God of the universe. Jesus was rebuking them because they have a relationship with religion, but they have no heart for the lost because they don't have the heart of the Father because they don't have a relationship with the Father. Therefore, they don't know. Uh, uh, they don't have a heart for the lost or the prodigals. And he shares these three parables in rebuking them because they have an amazing relationship with religion, but they're missing the relationship with the Father. And therefore, three rebukes. Come out. Everyone say relationship. I preach to you today and I repute, I, I preach to myself today because when we are in a burning relationship with Jesus, we will want to do what he does. Feel, 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 feel me. When you're in a burning relationship with Jesus, you'll want to do what he does. We'll have his heart, his desires, his burning desire. His ways will be my ways. I will burn for what burns with in Jesus Christ, and it's based on relationship. Jesus desires a relationship with you and I versus you having a relationship with religion or even attending a church. Jesus would a heap rather you to be part of the church instead of attending the church. Be the church instead of attending the church. Are you following me? Are you just catching those little things is very important. I believe why the gospel travels so slowly versus COVID is because of a fiery, burning relationship and obedience to the gospel of Jesus Christ. You may say, listen to me real good. You may say, J.O., I have a relationship with Jesus. Just go with me tonight. Don't, 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 don't get mad at me. Don't throw rocks at me. Do you have a relationship with Jesus in this area when it comes to the gospel, when it comes to preaching the gospel? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? See, I think you can have relationships and they look different. Like, for example, you can have a working relationship. This is not good, but you may have some type of sexual relationship going on. It's not good if you're not married, so don't even do that. You may have a teaching-student relationship. You can have relationships, but not to the fullness. I believe you can have a relationship with Jesus, but unless you have the fullness of the burning passion within the heart of the Father, you can... I've talked to wonderful Christians that have said in Lostology that had never shared the gospel of Jesus Christ before. Never. And they were wonderful people. I can think of one right now, just a wonderful person. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a person that Jesus doesn't, there's not a person here tonight that God doesn't want to work through you and I in sharing the gospel to a dying, hell-bent world. And it's based out of, do you have a relationship with Jesus? See, I talked about do's and don'ts, or do because it's done. It's done because we do, and it's so vital that you don't get those mixed up. But when we realize, listen to me, when we realize what Jesus has done, then there's things that we do. And why do we do them? We don't 
do them to earn the love of the Father. This is the, this is the heart of the gospel that you have to get at. We don't do them to earn the heart of the Father. We do them because we know that we're going to walk in obedience because we love the Father. Are, are you getting that tonight? I'm kind of scared right now. I don't know if everybody's getting this right here. This is so important. Evangelism is about you leading people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. But you have to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ. I go to church today. I'm born again. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a burning relationship in the area of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus says, follow me. I'll make you what? I'll make you fishers of men. I think fishing and I think discipleship was a byproduct as as you follow Jesus, you're going to fall in love with him. You're going to have a relationship with him. And you'll be like, Jesus, I'll do whatever you want me to do because I'm so in love with you. And out of that relationship comes discipleship and comes fishers of men. But it's so vital that you and I are walking in a relationship with Jesus Christ. The Pharisees and scribes have no heart for the lost because they have no heart for the lost. They don't share the gospel of Jesus Christ because a heart for the lost comes straight from the heart of the Father. So God, J.O., you, you're, you're preaching to a room full of mostly Christians and you're talking to them about having a relationship. Yes, I am. Because I think God wants to do something in, our, in the area of our heart of a relationship in this area that we burn for the things that he burns for. Well, J.O., 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 don't you know that it's all about giftings? Haven't you heard about the five-fold ministry of apostle, prophet, evangelist, preacher, teacher? You know, leave evangelism up to Logan. <laughs> Where's Logan tonight? He's in kids' ministry, probably preaching the gospel. <laughs> leave evangelism up to Logan. But that's not the Bible. Apostle, teacher, Paul shares with his son in the Lord, Pastor Timothy, and he says this. 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his Woo. appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort, and all on suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you, you be watchful in all things, endure inflictions, do the work do of an the work of an evangelist. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Pastor Timothy, Pastor Timothy, do the work of evangelist. Follow me, and I'll make you. If you're following, guess what you're going to be doing? Everyone say fishing. If you're following, you're. If you're following, you're. Follow me, I'll make you. Follow me, I'll make you. If you're following, you're. Because you're in a relationship with Jesus, and as you get to know him, you know he desires 
none should perish. See, I can preach till the dogs, cows, and cats come home. Oh, here's a technique of evangelism. And I can give you about 10, 20 techniques maybe, ideas, values. But unless you catch the heart of the gospel and the heart of the Father and the burning which is in Christ's heart, then none of the techniques is going to do you a hill hill of beans, a bit of nothing. Sometimes I lose words, but you catch the spirit of it. It won't do you any good because you'll be, thank you, you'll be like, oh, I got this technique, but you know what? I don't have a burning passion inside of my heart. I don't have a strong desire. He wants you to know him in this area of the gospel, to share the gospel. You don't have to share it like me. My wife and I are polar difference in sharing the gospel. Seth is different than I am. Craig's different. People are different. The greatest evangelist you can be. Can I hear from a lostologist tonight? Yourself. Be yourself. How many make chili? Well, how many like chili then? I guarantee you, you don't cook chili like me. I guarantee you. I got special ingredients, yo. But it's still called chili. It's going to come out of you a hundred different ways, but it's still not the chili. See? 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 See where y'all went? See where y'all went? I didn't even mean that. Let me reverse that. This is what I meant. I'm losing the church. forgive them. They don't know what they do. You got to be careful what you say all up in the heart of City Church. Let me qualify. Okay? So you cook chili a hundred different ways. Right? But it's still called chili. The gospel is going to come out of you many different ways. Because that's how God made you. And you wanted to come out of you that way. Because the world can smell a fake and a hypocrite. They're like, dude, don't hand me any religion. I want the real McCoy Jesus Christ. And that's going to come out of you the right way. Don't try to copy anyone else. Are you following me? The greatest evangelist you can be is to be you. Relationship with God equals a heart for the lost because God's heart is for the lost and prodigals. Tonight, I want to clarify something. When I said God wants to have a relationship with you, I don't mean that you don't know him as Savior and that you're not born again. God wants us to have a relationship with him in this area, a heart for the lost and prodigals 
everywhere around us. Jesus came to earth to seek and to save. Mission statement, to seek and to save that which was lost. And right in that bit of the scriptures is right whenever he is talking and he's connected with Zacchaeus. Are you following me? Stand to your feet.